And most people would agree, if there's a baby, that the baby doesn't have to do anything to be lovable or to be worthy. It's 100% worthy just being alive and breathing. It's 100% worthy, just as it is without doing anything. And that's how it is for humans as well. So I think that really helps people just to see themselves as 100% lovable and worthy without doing anything. You create your life with your mind, that what you think really matters because it's what you begin to create in the world because your your thoughts create your feelings your feelings create your actions and your actions create your results but the potential is already within us those seeds are all there ready to flower with whatever our unique thing is but most of us are not watering <laughs> our little seeds of potential we are um killing them off by not 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 giving them the right thoughts in which they can flourish when you give the seeds the thought i can't do it I'm, I'm a bad person, this is not for me, this is for other people. You kill off all of that desire. But when you open the door to other people can do this, maybe I can. Even just something as in the middle as that can just change everything. And today's guest is Stephanie Taylor, inspirational person of the year 2021, founder of Rent to Rent Success, and shows you the ethical way to replace your income through property without buying a single house. Hi, Stephanie. Thanks for joining us. Uh, where are you calling from? I'm coming to you today from Wales. I'm in Newport near Cardiff. Brilliant. Thanks for that. Now, before we get to the inspiration, can you tell us a passion, something that just drips out of you that you're good at and love doing? Yeah. Well, something I love doing, not so sure about the good at, but I love hot yoga. I just find it so uh, relaxing, invigorating. It seems to have everything in it because although you work hard, you also come out feeling really relaxed and energized, but calm. So it builds your strength, mental and physical. It's just an all round. I can't believe I'm now a person who likes yoga because I always thought it was not not doing very much. But um, yeah, I love hot yoga. Brilliant. Thanks for sharing that. Now, could you tell us the person in your life or in the world that inspires you the most and why? The person? Yes. Yes, I can. So the person or one of the people, I think it changes over time, but my main inspiration today is Brooke Castillo. Uh, Brooke has a podcast called the Life Coach School Podcast. And that was the podcast where I'd always been slightly dismissive about coaching and life coaching. But she was the one who really, I really understood. She explained it in a way that I really understood that you create your life with your mind, that what you think really matters because it's what you begin to create in the world. Because your, your thoughts create your feelings, your feelings create your actions, your actions create your results. And so when you're thinking, I'm not enough, even if it's a subconscious thought or I can't do this, you create that reality because you don't do things. And as soon as you unlock the door and start thinking more consciously, it becomes fun as you start seeing the things you think about become real in the world. And of course, it is about thinking and acting in both together, not just thinking and hoping. (laughs) And what was her name? Sorry, I just didn't catch the surname. Castillo. So C-A-S-T-I-L-L-O. Brilliant. Thanks for that. And yet that's the space I'm just starting to look into the, you know, the effect of my thinking on what I'm attracting back. Is there a, a top tip on, you know, actually practically how you've gone about 
you know, yeah. starting to rewire or whatever you do. I don't know if it's a daily practice or anything like that. Well, there's two massive ways that I've really seen this impact in my life, Ian. And that's what made me drawn to this because uh, I tried out some of the things that she was talking about and shock horror, it works. Uh, so the two big, biggest ways for me are in to do with money and wealth and to do with my body and, and health and particularly for me, weight. So I'm just turning 50 or I have just turned 50. I am 50. And I'd always for decades just struggled with my weight. Sometimes I managed to keep a brain on it and be eating healthy, but it was always felt like a struggle to keep even average, never mind slim. And I thought that that was just how it was for me and that it would always be like that. And then I heard Brooke on her podcast talk about this thing called the urge jar. And she just explained that all these urges, because what I came to realize is that some people genetically, just to start off with, they're more prone to eat. They get more of that urge to eat. They get more pleasure from food and they're more drawn to it. And other people, they don't have that issue. They've got, they, they'll have other issues. But for me, that was an issue. I just thought I was just one of those people. And that was just how it was for me. It would always be a bit of a struggle. Um, but what uh, Brooke explained is that just by adjusting my thinking, I can get control over it all. And I can allow the urges and allow the negative feelings to be there because it's usually a negative feeling that you're trying to get away from. Some people overeat, some people overdrink, some people over Netflix, some people over, we over all sorts of things trying to get away from those negative feelings. I hadn't even thought about that. And what she suggested was a very simple system for how to allow the urges to be there, let them pass through you and actually it reduces the over-desire for food or whatever the thing is. It reduces the over-desire for food. And I tried it out exactly the way she said it, and it really worked for me. And I've been able to lose weight effortlessly and also way less than in my 20s and just keep it off without it being like, without thinking about food all the time. So it's been such, it's been so freeing. Brilliant. I'll definitely look her up. Thank you. Although you don't need that one. <laughs> well, 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 I, I know, but for the, maybe the wealth and the the kind of anxiety bit, yeah, I think there's there's some, I've started a, a year-long program looking and I'm doing the day, morning meditations, like doing inquiry into my, what they call it, the, a childhood incident meditation. And you look at what, the, the thing that's causing you stress now, it was there something in your childhood that caused you similar um feelings and let let just let see if anything percolates the surface not searching for it and it something things do and i've only just started this week basically and it is quite an you know there's a lot of steps to it but they really i think is going to cause some big shifts so yeah i'm i'm going to start with that one first but yeah at some point i might uh, yeah look look that one up thank you so i've got a bit more on your background so you started off at the university of edinburgh i believe and then you were working in banking for quite a while like me in edinburgh actually and then um there's a, a kind of a life-changing event that made you want to look into a different way to escape what what you described as a kind of prison in doing that full-time job um and you got into property and fast forward now you've got um a big training system, Rent to Rent Success, where you, you train a lot of people. Um, you've got your own HMO Heaven uh, Property Management Agency and a separate portfolio as well, plus your book and your podcast. So, yeah, can you tell us uh, some of the things that inspired you along that journey? 
Yeah, well, really, it's it's kind of a continuation of what we've just been speaking about, because a different way of thinking about things regarding food eating um, really helped me release all that weight. And a different way of thinking about myself in relation to wealth and money really helped me build up such a lot in a small period of time. So I had been on the planet just exactly as I am um, for 45 years before I started any of this. And I had always thought of myself, I didn't even know it was a conscious thought, business and wealth is not for me. I only became aware of that later on since I started amassing business, uh, you know, business success and, and wealth. And the thing that made me change is, is often the thing that makes people change is something bad happened. Um, my mum got ill and I was at work in Bristol and she lived in Birmingham and I didn't have the freedom to be able to go to stay with her and not not maintain the lifestyle that I had and pay all my bills and everything. And I thought, how do people do this? And I knew it was business. I knew that there were business people and they didn't go to work and they had income coming in. And um, I thought, I need to work out what to do here. And I thought that I wouldn't be able to do it because it's not for people like me. But a little, as as the idea went round in my head, because I couldn't let go of it because I, I felt I need to do this because if I want to be there for mum, either now or in the future or any time, um, time is ticking on because I, I, I felt that time pressure because at the age of 45, I just thought I haven't got all the time in the world to think about this. I have got hopefully a lot of time left, but I want to do something different. And so that's what gave me the push to get over my fears and go into property. And the very start of it, Ian, I heard about this way of making money from property without buying it. And my mind was literally blown. Uh, shall I talk more about that? Yeah, you can do, yeah. So the the it's called Rent to Rent, and it's only kind of known in property circles, really. Most people don't know about it. And it's called rent to rent. And what you do is most people know about where you buy a property, maybe you need £50,000 for the deposit and the refurbishment if there's one and all the buying costs. And then you've got that £50,000 sitting within that property. And from that property, you might make £200 or £300 a month. And that's the typical way. So most people think they can't build up a property portfolio because they haven't got all of those £50,000 sitting around. Or they might be able to buy one then save up for a few years, then buy the next one. But with rent to rent, what you do is you rent a property and then rent it out again and make money. So you rent, we do it on house shares where each person has their own bedroom and they share a kitchen and bathrooms and the landlord doesn't want to do it themselves. So they rent it to us and we do up the property a bit and charge the housemates uh, a higher but still affordable rent and rent it out again. And so we, for each property we have, we make anywhere over £500 a month to just over a 1000 well, 1222 is one of the higher ones. Um, and so we, we built up that little portfolio. And in the end, we had contracts worth over £2 million within HMO Heaven, that's our HMO management business. And that just opened the door wow. to lots of other uh, business success. So, well, and... So you obviously your mind was blown with this technique yes. and but you were still and you were quite motivated with your situation with your mum. But I'm guessing yes. there was still some 
some hurdles to come Damn. over. It didn't just drop overnight. But you've done it really quickly. If that's kind of five years since you even started, that's really inspiring because, you know, I'm thinking, oh, well, I, you know, could I, I do that in, in five years? But, you know, did you, any particular inspirations in that more as the rubber started to take the road and you'd start your first one mm-hmm. or your second one or things like that? Well, there was a lot of fear as well, but I let the fear be there and didn't let it stop me. So there was a lot of fear. Will this work out? What about if you've made a mistake? And I just let myself think, what's the worst that could happen here? And the worst that could happen would be that maybe I would be embarrassed that I'd started it and it didn't work out. But I would be able to pick up, get a new job, and I would just be able to go back to what I was doing before or something similar to that. So so once I calmed up down, my brain down, because my brain sort of going, oh, this could end, this could be bad, stay in the cave, don't come out. This is dangerous, Stephanie. Um, and then when my logical brain, I put on it, I thought, what could really go wrong? And I went through it and I thought, well, I could get another job. So actually it's not so bad. Um, and that just gave me the courage. And what I say to people is, if they're, if you're thinking of taking a big step, and it's so overwhelming and daunting looking at the top of the mountain where you want to go to. Um, that another way to look at it, it can just be what is the next step and take the next step and then the next step and then the next step. And soon enough, you're on the way and you get that momentum and it becomes so much easier. But when you're going from a standing start, it is terrifying. And that's why so few people actually follow their dreams yes yeah no thank you that's that's really powerful so and then it's expanded to the book and the podcast and the the training organization because you know you've been so successful at it and you can help other people do that is there anything particular that inspired you to expand in that way or as well is there any of the stories that you're allowed to share of your students that have you know quite inspired you with what what they've managed to achieve oh my gosh yes I love my students so much so as I say when we were starting off with HMO heaven it was so fun and terrifying but it was it was so exciting honestly I feel that I lost 10 years 10 years younger because I just felt so wrapped up you know before you're just on the treadmill uh eat sleep work repeats um but now it's you're working things out you're um uh, good things are happening, bad things are happening. Everything's all a little bit of a challenge. So, um, and as you said, people then started saying, because they knew me, I worked at a bank, I wasn't so confident, etc. And then suddenly they were seeing me doing little Facebook lives, talking about um, the properties and everything. I was super proud of what we were doing. And also I wanted to share with people wow, this is a thing that you can really do. And it is an ethical way because property can seem so scammy. And when people say make money from property without buying it, it kind of seems like a scam. And I just wanted to say that is an ethical way to do this. And I was just t- sharing it with people, not not for money, just explaining this is what you do and these are the steps you take. And it all grew from there. And people were asking for more and more and could they do mentorship with us? And we said, no. Um, because we didn't feel that we had enough experience at that point. But then people would come back to us after spending quite a lot of money on courses and so on, asking for more information. And I said, well, I would often say, well, didn't you go on XYZ 
pause and they say yes but you didn't get you know I didn't get that information or there's no follow-up or I can't ask questions and we thought that's and when we looked at some of the materials that people showed us we thought this isn't actually very good they're not the trainers some of them are not giving out the actual materials they're using in their business oftentimes because they're not actually running this type of business so we decided that we would do it and we would use the actual materials and what's working now within our business, HMO Heaven. And we would package that up within Rent to Rent Success and teach it to people, but in a way where they're supported. So they get, yeah, the step by step program with all the, um, checklists, templates, contracts and the step by step, do this, then do that, then do that. Uh, so we, they get all that, but we also meet up with them. Twice a week, either Nikki or I meets up with all of our students. And then we also do, you know, we've got an amazing community. You know how important the community is, Ian. And when you see people who are successful, who are talking to landlords, who are talking to agents, who are getting their deals, who are managing tenants, it just spurs everyone else on. And so that's how we ended up with the Kickstarter mentorship program. But if anybody is curious, and they just want to know a little bit more, they can go to renttorentsuccess.com slash fearless, renttorentsuccess.com slash fearless. And we have got a free Rent to Rent Success Guide and Masterclass there where there's a 90-minute masterclass where you can learn all about how you do it, see the before and afters, see how it all works, see if it could work for you. Um, so, Brilliant. Yeah, thanks for sharing that and, and but out of those those students is there any that you can uh, yes. ever impress you with what, the, what they've managed to do well there's there's a few but i tell you the latest podcast episode that we put out on the rent to rent success podcast is all about iabo and iabo is also uh, coincidentally because most people are a bit younger but she's in her 50s and she was uh, a single mom, although her son is older. He's in his 20s now. He's He's gone to university. And um, but she just got her first deal and she came on to talk about it. And it's just such an incredible story that it didn't happen for her straight away. Some people are lucky and it gets straight away. It didn't happen for her straight away. But it was an unlikely story when she went to visit, view the property with the landlord, it turned out it was the wrong sort of property because she was wanting a house share property, which we call an HMO. And the, the landlord was showing her a family let property. And uh, she happened to explain all of this. And he said, actually, I have got an HMO. So if you hang on again after this viewing, I'll show it to you. And he showed it to her. And um, as I say, it was six bedrooms, all en suites. They've all got their own bathroom ready to move into. So she didn't have to do anything. And it's been an amazing uh, first property for her. And her profit after all of the bills and so on is £800 a month. So it's a phenomenal start. And it really is life-changing for, for people. Yeah, yes. Yeah, definitely life-changing amount per month. Thank you. And your thing as inspirational person of the year can you tell us a bit more about that yeah so that was a that was such um such a privilege um I always thought of myself another of these negative thoughts of as a person who doesn't win anything and um I got nominated for 
inspirational person of the year by potential inspired which works with young people um it well inspiring their potential and the reason why I got nominated was because my earlier years I was very um low self-esteem and shy and but I just had a lot of struggles I had my son Alex when I was 18 and I was on benefits for a time. And so it's just coming up from there. I often felt like I was pushing a big rock uphill. So I was a lot of energy and I wasn't really moving forward. I was more or less in the same spot, but feeling really tired and worn out. And that's, I just look back and I wish that I had known these mindset tools back then. Because imagine the difference. Because that's one of the things that I know now that the potential is already within us. Those seeds are all there ready to flower with whatever our unique thing is. But most of us are not watering <laughs> our little seeds of potential. We are um, killing them off by not, not, not giving them the right thoughts in which they can flourish. When you give the seeds the thought, I can't do it. I'm, I'm a bad person. This is not for me. This is for other people. You kill off all of that uh, desire. But when you open the door to other people can do this, maybe I can. Even just something as in the middle as that can just change everything. Because as you can believe that thought, then you can believe other thoughts. I can do this. Maybe you start seeing some small success and then you can um, begin to pull yourself up. So yes, being nominated was incredible. And the other, the other part of it was, was that then people voted. And so many people voted for me. That was just um, so heartwarming. Brilliant. Yeah, well done. And I just the words that have been coming to my mind as you explained that with the uh, believing is, is curiosity. That's quite a good word, I think, isn't it? To at least entertain different thoughts rather than just point blank putting them down. And and there was yes. one, it was just literally about a year and a half ago when I started this personal development thing, one of the trainers he said well what if it all goes right like, what and the the good reaction to that in my, my like life situation was it's like reckless to think that you can't think what if it all goes right and it felt so alien that that was the that was the obvious sign that oh my word what i'm a locked in mentally in terms of a kind of more negative view because uh, yeah it was just alien to think what if it all goes right yeah so yeah thank you yeah. for reminding me of of exactly that that point because that, yeah that's what you're pointing at so yeah. i love events that are inspiring that bring people close together make them feel more like they're on the same team team human or whatever team and yeah, is there an inspiring event in your life that seemed to dissolve barriers and bring people together you can think of? Yeah, when when we have the uh, get-togethers in person in the Kickstarter program, they, those are the best times uh, for me because everybody there is on the same path and it's always a path to more, to being uh, believing bigger, being bolder, being a game-changer. And so I love speaking to people, no matter where... They are along that path because all of us who are into growth, um, into building a business, we all have to become, um, 
I was going to say a better person, but we all have to become a different person. We all have to add on new skills, new ways of thinking that will enable us to achieve our goals. And so for me, it's those kind of events where all people who've got that mindset, which is such a small percentage of all of us, um, those are the ones that I love. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. And question I sometimes ask is, is for those who have forgotten how amazing they are and forgotten to wave their own flag of quite low on self-belief and worth, any tips for them? And you mentioned that you had lower self-esteem. So I, I know it's, it is changing the thought patterns, but is there any big things along your journey that really managed to shift particularly that self-worth bit? Yeah, it's just that you are 100% lovable exactly as you are. And the way that most people can relate to, even if they think that they themselves, no, that doesn't apply to me. They'd be like, no, but I get the principle, but it doesn't apply to me. I'm not worthy. I'm not lovable. Um, Is that and most people would agree if there's a baby, that the baby doesn't have to do anything to be lovable or to be worthy. It's 100% worthy just being alive and breathing. It's 100% worthy, just as it is without doing anything. And that's how it is for humans as well. So I think that really helps people just to see themselves as 100% lovable and worthy without doing anything. I think that's got to be the name of, of this episode. <laughs> Thank you so much for, for, for sharing that. Yeah, and I, I just want to add something else. But then people will say, but maybe that would have applied when I'm a baby, but since then I've done all of these terrible things. And they'll list off anything that they now perceive to be a mistake or a wrong path or a wrong step or a misfortune. And so they'll say, well, yeah, maybe I was worthy before. Maybe they can accept that. But now I'm no longer worthy because of all this. But none of that matters. You're still 100% worthy no matter what you've done as a human on this earth. You're 100% worthy. And you're 100% worthy of your own love. And that's a great place just to start off. And if people can't go immediately to I love myself, that's kind of an abstract concept. What I really um, love to encourage people to do is just to get to know themselves and just to even just start listening to their mind because with, with a loving heart, so with a loving heart, just listen and see what's coming up and just say, you know, you could say to yourself, Ian, how are you? <laughs> um, and actually listen to the answers that come back because one of the things I notice is that the people you love to be around you and your best friends, the people who make you happy, if they say they were coming over, you'd be absolutely delighted. And when they come round or you go out together, you talk to each other and you listen and you know all sorts of things about them that maybe they don't tell other people. And that's how you've grown close over the time that you've known them because they've shared things with you. But when we're on our own, Oftentimes, we will do anything apart from listen to ourselves. Just when I say listen to ourselves, I just mean sit with your own mind, just think about things, just not have anything else, not have a book, not have a podcast, not have social media, not have work, not have talking, not have any distractions. Just talk to yourself about what you want, your future, your past, where you're going, what you want to aim for, what you want out of life. 
We know these things for our closest friends. Often we don't know them for ourselves. And that's a great place to start. Yeah, thank you. And I'd, I've never asked that question to myself, so I will later. How, how are you, Ian? Yeah, definitely never asked that. So thank you. Well, wow, lots of really, really amazing stuff. So if you could pick anybody to be a guest on your podcast, you know, I, I know you'd be more property-based, but just pretend it's not even property. Who, who, who yeah. would you love to, to have on? Well, of course, I'm, I'm going to give you two then because I would have Brooke Castillo on. I love the way her mind works. I love the way she's built her business. I, I just love her all around badassery because I, I used to tend to be a bit of a shrinking violet and, um, as I say, not so confident. I've really turned that around. And most people, if I say that, they won't believe me. They'll say, no, but you're very confident. <laughs> and I am much more confident now. I'll be fair. I've, you know, I've grown into it. I've become more confident. So, so I, I, I love what Brooke's done for my life and, um, I would love to interview her. The other one would be Michelle Obama, just because every time she opens her mouth, magic and fairy dust comes out. She's always got some kind of inspiration. And I even love the name of her book, Becoming, because it's all, we're all becoming. Some of us are choosing it consciously, what we're choosing to become and others aren't. And so I don't say that from a place of judgment or high upness, because for most of my life, I was not choosing who I was becoming. I was just unconsciously going through my life. And it's only in the last five, six years that I've actually started consciously realizing, oh, I can choose all this stuff, work towards it, and it will come true, whatever I want. And um, and so that's what's led to, you know, two six-figure businesses, a multi-million pound property portfolio, um, the 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 book, the the podcast. I've become a certified coach. Um, I've created the other company, Blow Up Your Life, to help other women over 40 to blow up their lives. And yeah, and it's all really through this conscious choosing um uh, such a gift yeah thank you thank you for that and now it's time for quick fire inspiration so could you tell us one of your most inspiring films oh actually i i watched a film very recently called king richard which is all about um the williams sisters the tennis venus and serena williams sisters dad and how he was totally obsessed with making them uh, tennis uh, stars. He always knew that they would win Wimbledon and, and the other the other big tennis um, competitions. And they came from a very poor uh, part of America. I can't I can't remember, but they came from a very poor part of America. And he was relentless. But what I love and the inspiration that I got from that is. He never stopped believing. So at the beginning, he kept getting all of those no's, but he had this vision so strong in his mind that he created it in reality. That's something that's hard to do is to, but it's, it's the secret to creating what you want is when everything is against you, nobody in the world is seeing your vision for yourself or for your business or in his case, for his daughters. Nobody else can see it, only you. But you stay 100% committed to it 
to taking the actions to drive it forward, to creating the energy through every disappointment to move forward. And yeah, it's that persistence. I, I just loved, I loved. Yeah, I mean, I've, I feel emotional actually. You're telling me that I saw the, the advert at the cinema recently for that film, but I've not seen that film yet. And you no, know, so I'm, I'm going to have to go and see it. And yeah, it is that really puts the power, you know, I can imagine that what strength he would have for his daughters and it, it really shines a light. Am I putting that kind of, of power into my dreams? And the answer is no. It, 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 it's really shone a light. So that's why I think it's quite emotional. And the other one, just in case, I think you would like the film I did watch, I think it was on BBC iPlayer. It sounds quite similar. It was, what's the, there's a guy who was a very famous dancer, like ballet, something Costa, something, oh, I forgot his first name, but he's, he's like a South American um, dancer. Ooh, I'm not sure if he's quite retired yet, but oh, yeah, that is very, similar and really moved me because his dad saw it through and they were from a very poor part of of cuba yeah it was cuba i think so that hopefully people can, i'll put the the link in the show notes to that one as well because that yeah if that's okay i'll um right okay one of your most inspiring aspects of nature yeah i love being by water ian and uh, i lived um, when I was in Bristol, I, I lived at the river. Um, even in Newport, I lived at the river. But I can see myself living by a lake. And I am very simple in what my tastes are for nature, water and greenery. And I'm not fussy because I just love the, the differences in the different parts of the world, how that will look. It won't be the same. But... um I really do so much better when in my home I look at and I can see trees and ideally I can see water and I can see trees. It's just, I know, it's just so calming. And I suppose there's something about feeling small in this vast world. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, water is definitely my favourite as well. So um, what is one of your most inspiring aspects of design or style? Yeah. I really like contemporary design. Um, I, I was actually thinking about interior design recently and the shapes and the, the materials that I go for and dark uh, colours, but I, I'm, I'm not sure if I'm answering the question or if no, I'm No, no, that's, just, that's good. It, it obviously inspires you. It makes you smile and it's an asp- something design-related. So, yeah, that's, yeah, so kind of darker tones on colours. I'm on the minimalist side. I really, I've, I've pared down my life a lot, got rid of so much stuff, and now I feel so light and energised. And everything I have is things I really want, is things I choose. And I love that because there's no clutter. Um, and it doesn't mean that there's nothing around on my shelves or anything like that. I have things, but everything is chosen. And I don't even let stuff come in my house. So, you know, um, before, when you get presents you don't want and so on, I'm now able to hand them over with love, you know, to accept them with love and also to give them away to other homes with love. And not feel guilty. Thank you. Because. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, will you come and look at my cellar, please? I'm, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of your most inspiring comedians. 
Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't watch a lot of comedy and now my mind's totally gone blank. I suppose, no, I can't even think of it. <laughs> don't worry, don't worry. No, that's a new one I've added. Don't worry. Um, one of your most inspiring songs? I love Labby Sifri, Something Inside So Strong. And even though it does have a political element um, about apartheid in South Africa, I think it works for so many situations because even just what you were just, what we were just talking about with King Richard, uh, Serena and Venus as Williams's dad, it's just having that inner knowing, even when the odds are against you, even when things, especially when things are not going right, because that's when you need to create those positive feelings to move forward and where your natural reaction will be to shrink and hide. And we need to all push ourselves to be able to move forward in the times where things are not easy. So Labby Sifri is something inside so strong. Thank you. And the last quick fire inspiration is one of your most inspiring aspects of travel. Um, I, I, I'm not sure if this is the right answer, but I love cycling along the coast. So for me, I just feel wherever I am, because, you know, I like being near water, especially in warm countries, um, just slinking along the coast. Usually, even if it's a hot sunny day, there's a little bit of a, a sea breeze and you've got the water on one side and, you know, landscape on the other and you're physically moving. So for me, um, that's what I love. Thank you. Thank you so much for that. Right, we're coming towards the end now. What is most right in the world? What is most right? Yeah. The fact that we can create the lives we want exactly as we want them. We, I love the saying, your future is your property. Um, and that's because and many of us are not consciously building on it. Many of us are not choosing the bricks or choosing the design or designing the architecture of the house that we want to live in. We're just arriving at the future and saying, oh, there's nothing built here. But today we can create everything we want to be there when we arrive in five years time or 10 years time. And that, I love that that is true because it means that no matter where we're starting from, we can create something amazing for us, for ourselves. Oh, that's so, so positive. Thanks. And what's the next book on your reading list? Yes, I do have a lot of books on my reading list. The only one I can think of off, off the top of my head is it's another of the expert secrets. Oh, actually, my son has given me a book, which I haven't read yet. So I'm going to talk about that. It's called Man's Search for Meaning and Viktor Frankl. Yes, and I, I can't wait to read that book. Yeah, yeah. I only got halfway through. I still need to finish. Not because it wasn't good. It's because I decided those seven pages in the middle were so powerful. I, I reread them. I, I, I just each, every couple of days, I just thought I'm going to reread these. And then actually, I never finished the book. But yeah, it's, I think, yeah, well worth it. Thanks. And, and what's next for, for you guys? Yeah. Well, we're, we're continuing building up the property management business, HMO Heaven. We are doing some development, we're buying and developing properties in our own portfolio. So we want to do some bigger developments. The biggest one so far has been a, a block of 12 flats. And I think we're ready to move on to a bigger um, project. But we've got some a commercial to residential conversion that has been taking longer than anticipated and should be finishing. Um, well, we've got the key. We've 
we've been passed back from the builders. So we're just going through getting building regs and everything like that. And so um, once this is all complete, we want to do some bigger projects, 20 plus units. And um, so we've, I've talked about HMO Head and I've talked about our own portfolio. And in rent to rent success, we just want to see many, many more people be um, successful and have their own property businesses without buying a single property, be able to leave their jobs and have that financial freedom. And finally, we are, we want to share the message is that have really helped us blow up our lives over 40, my sister and I. And so we have set up blow up your life and it's blowupyourlife.com. And if people go there to blowupyourlife.com, we, there's, we have an, a free ignite your spark call. So if any of this has really resonated with you, if you're not sure what you want in your life or there's any area that's not quite working for you that you want to improve upon, that you want to build upon, maybe it's your wealth building, maybe it's your health and weight loss, um, you can come over to blowupyourlife.com and book a free coaching session with us, see if it's for you. Brilliant, thanks. And so that's generally the best way to get in touch with you, is it? Or do you want to, to leave anything else uh, just in, for people to get in touch with you? So um, renttorentsuccess.com if you want to find all about how to invest in property without buying it. Um, and when you go to renttorentsuccess.com, you'll see that there's a free Rent to Rent Success Guide and Masterclass. And then if you want to learn more about coaching, uh, creating your future with your mind, um, then that's at blowupyourlife.com. Brilliant. Yeah, thank you so much for, for all that content today. It's been incredible to be here. Thank you so much for doing the podcast, Ian. Thank you. Stephanie really is so wise. She's really helped me today. Here are her top 10 hits of inspiration. One, get inspired by hot yoga. Two, get inspired by the fact that you create your life with what you think and you can take this into your own hands. Also, allow the urges and negative feelings to be there. You're not trying to get away from them and kind of let them pass through you. This can help reduce over desires. Three, get inspired by rent to rent where you can make money from property without actually buying one in an ethical way. Four, when you're getting overwhelmed by the size of the mountain, just focus on the next step. This can help give you momentum and more space to sit with fears that may be passing through. Five, get inspired by how, when you make the leap, like Stephanie did, that you can then have a rewarding time helping others would like to follow in your footsteps. 6. Are you watering your little seeds of potential that we all have inside, giving them the right thoughts to flourish? Not the kind of negative thoughts like I can't do it, or this is not for me, that kill them off, but even just the middle of the road thought like other people can do this, maybe I can. This just makes a massive difference. 7. Get inspired by the fact that you are 100% worthy and lovable just as you are, without doing anything, like a baby is, appreciated just for being alive and breathing. And you're also 100% worthy of your own love. And if this step is a bit too far to start with, just start listening to your mind and what is coming up with a loving heart and say to yourself how are you 8 
Imagine the people who you really enjoy having around and spending time with you. And you talk to each other and listen and know all sorts of things about them that they don't tell others. And that's how you've grown close. Why not have the chance to get to know yourself in a similar way? Nine, get inspired by being able to consciously choose what you are becoming. Your future is your property. And get inspired by the moving strength of vision that Venus and Cinderella Williams' father had. Ten, get inspired by only having things you really want and choose to help reduce clutter. Thanks for joining me today. Watch out for news on our new group. Thank you everyone for listening today. Your kind attention is really appreciated and valued. If you feel some inspiration from today's episode, please share it. And please leave us a review on iTunes. And if you wish, leave us some comments. In your comments, please let us know any inspirational subjects you'd like us to cover. As I aim to build a bank of both inspiration and stories of events that inspired close connection between groups of people. If you have something to share in this space, send me an email at inspiringteamhuman at gmail.com. Thanks again. Look forward to seeing you next week for another boost of inspiration. Thanks to Ben Sound for the music.